This is Self Life Love with Dr. K. It is Sunday today, and you guys, Sunday for me is such a day of just reconciliation. And it's more so about reconciliation with myself. It's a day of reflection, of just being reminded of where I am and where I want to go along with where I've been. And it's also about me just thinking about situations that I've been through, things that have gotten me to where I am today. And it's a great day for me to have peace. So a lot of times on Sunday, you'll find me, you know, sometimes I'm at church, sometimes I'm listening to live stream, or sometimes I take the day to write. So spirituality for me is very diverse. I love the church setting because it provides that fellowship of like-minded people. And, you know, I can talk to them or not say anything. We could just hug each other just because we're on the same page without words. And it's just comforting just being in the house of the Lord. And I'll put that in quotes because, you know, it's in the Bible that the church is the house of the Lord. But I just... I uh, believe that. I agree with that because that's what I feel when I go in there. I feel like the Lord is saying, come in. And once I step in there, the atmosphere just recreates, it shifts, and it brings another feeling of just another presence. And I just feel like he's there every time I step into uh, the walkway of the church. I automatically feel like an overwhelming presence of of God. And so I love going there for that and praise and worship, of course, just being a praise, a praiser myself. I, um, you know, that's just something that I love to do. I also like to take the time to write because a lot of times I'm not in the zone like I am on a Sunday. And so it puts me in another space to really reflect on who I am and my thoughts just creatively just flow out of nowhere. And it's a really intimate time for me to reconnect with myself. And then, um, you know, again, it's just a, a day of, of just being reminded of of where I am, where I want to go and, and, and where I've been. So I wanted to really talk today about my experience over the weekend because it was such an amazing moment in my time. And I wanted to kind of take you in the lens of, of my experience as, um, as I found my purpose. I know with all of these episodes on my podcast, it might have seemed like I, I knew kind of where I was um, professionally. And I kind of did to a certain extent, but I think this weekend, everything tied itself together. I want to give a good shout out to my uh, new sister, um, Entourage. Big up to Sister Biz, S-I-S-T-A-H-B-I-Z uh, dot com dot org. Um, I want to give a big shout out to all of my sisters in that um, global network of sisterhood. What being there this weekend did for me is it allowed me to continue the pursuit 
of my purpose, but it also allowed me to find myself so I could find it. So I could pull out everything that's been sitting inside of me out into the universe. It's like I've been pregnant with purpose for over 30 years. And I finally like, I feel like I've found it. And it's such an amazing um, feeling because the point of Sister Biz is to have your own business. So it's a business um, global network. So you have a group of professional women, mostly black women, women of color that come together that can say, you know, this is what I want. This is a vision that I've had. Uh, This is a dream that I've been sitting on for I don't know how long. And I need you to help me. (laughs) I need to start working on it. I need to develop the very thing that's been sitting in my spirit for I don't know how long. For me, it's been a very long time. And through each step that I've taken, I've found little clues, little tips on how to build my empire. So, you know, I whether it's education, which I did get a master's in it, a master's degree, which um, has helped me kind of learn the ins and outs of that profession. I still wasn't quite 100% there. I kind of veered. But I also was able, and this is within the, thir- the 30 years or so, probably a little more of me trying to understand where I was because at age 15, that's kind of my, my starting point. I say age 15 was because I had a a name that I gave my company at that age, at that early age of 15, I was already thinking big because my name that stuck with me for many, many years until someone tried to steal it, never gave back. That's another story. And he can have that by the way, but, um, it was global unity Global, meaning everyone, unity, meaning bringing together. And so Global Unity has been my business name since I was 15 years old. So just think, as a 15-year-old, I'm thinking about a business. I'm thinking about something globally, something big, something massive. And I'm also thinking about bringing people together at the sweet age of 15. And so to fast forward 30 years later, which you know, it would take me around 45, 46. Um, I'm back to global unity, but it's not global unity. It's self-life love. And what self-life love is not only a personal and professional development services company, but I'm a transformational leader. And that sounds so good to say because yes, I am a transformational leader. That is what I specialize in, in transformational leadership. So I can talk to you. I can talk to your corporations. I can talk to your organizations. I can talk to your team. I can talk to your, you know, maybe your family. Maybe they want to have an intervention. And we do a family where we rent out a conference center for uh, big groups of family members. I mean, I'm thinking so big right now. It's just endless, but the corporate side of it is pretty much my foundation. So when I get contracts for corporate settings, then I can become a leader in that setting. You know, I came to this point because I was reminded, again, those reminders, you have to kind of remind and remember 
Remind yourself of where you've been because that is really a really big indicator of who you are. You have to look at your steps. You have to look at the footprints of your path so that you can look back and say, you know, I've done this before. I felt this before. I was there already. How can I turn this together? How can I pull all of that together to make my here and now? Well, that's why you have to look back at who you were. And sometimes we avoid that very thing because it triggers pain. It triggers trauma. It triggers feelings, emotions, unresolved conflicts that we really don't want to revisit, but that we need to. Because about moving forward means that you have to look at your past because you have to look at yourself. You have to assess who you are and where you've been in order to really get a full picture of who you are, you have to accept your past because a part of being who you are is being authentic. That was another thing that I learned yesterday was being my authentic self. I've been through a lot lately. Um, aside from having a baby, my, my fourth child, you have a newborn, which is three months. Aside from that and dealing with hormones and still healing, I'm also dealing with my husband fighting a a battle of cancer. And so after his diagnosis, I pretty much lost my purpose. Um, I was lost. I, I knew that I needed to be a wife. I needed to be a mother first. But Kendra and being the professional woman that I am and and that I've always been kind of was blown in the wind somewhere. But I always knew that she would come back. And so I took this time to go into Sister Biz. I was invited by one of my besties, Dr. V. You can find her podcast. Um, She was a guest host on the one before this. Um, She invited me to uh, this this, um, network. And after visiting it, it was in Arizona. Um, After visiting and being in a room with all of those women, I was able to be authentic and be myself. I needed to reconnect with that authenticity of myself because I needed to make sure for me that I was that I knew who she was. Um, Sometimes when we have various roles, we can have role confusion. And when I walked into the doors of Sister Biz at the beautiful Grand Resort, Arizona Grand Resort Hotel, big ups to them too, it's a a beautiful hotel. Um, I was crying the whole time. I barely got into the door. So I also want to thank the women who comforted me. Um, they had masks on. So, you know, but it was so many women that just gave me a hug because I was, let me tell you this, I was on my very last leg. I wasn't sure I was going to go. I wasn't sure that I was going to make it because I knew I was going to be crying the whole day. Who wants to talk to somebody when they're crying all day? When you're trying to focus, you're trying to really like spend this quality, precious time for yourself to think about your own business. Who wants to look across the table or across the room and see someone filled with tears? Those were the thoughts that I was battling as I was walking through the door. Alongside, how are my kids? How is my elderly mother? Well, she's 76, but you you would think she was in her 50s. But she's still 76 years old with four of my kids in her house for hours. And then my husband sitting in a hotel, or hotel in a hospital bed, fighting cancer, just having surgery two days prior. So I'm like, I need to be with my husband. How are my kids? Is my mom overwhelmed and overworked? And I don't know what my purpose is yet. Why am I sitting here in this chair at this conference in this beautiful hotel? And I don't know what I'm doing and I'm crying. So, you know, all of these feelings 
of self-sabotage. Like all of these feelings that if I could have listened to them, I would have never made it, which means what? Which means I would have never found my purpose. I would have never reconnected with myself. I would have never experienced that. I would have never joined Sister Biz. I would have never had the opportunity to meet other professional women. And I never would have found the very thing that I've been pregnant with for 30 years. I never would have found my purpose. So I needed all of those different elements to come together in that space, in that moment. Everything that I was going through, I needed to be vulnerable in that moment because that vulnerability brought out my authenticity. So when I did the welcome member dance, I mean, I cut that floor open. I was doing all types of dances and that was my praise walk because I was proud of myself. I was proud of Makisha for going on her her vision because she is the leader of us. I was proud of the women who said, yes, I'm going to be there and they're on time with their laptops up because they didn't give up on their purpose. I was proud of my bestie for being right there beside me, even though she was testing me and working my nerve about my business, she was giving me some really good questions. She's like, okay, what is self-life love? I don't know what it is. And then she said, wait, what's the name of it? And I was like, you don't know the name of my my company? Excuse me? Self-life love. Uh, re- look it up. Google it. I got at least one page of self-life love. Google me. But you know what? She couldn't connect with it because it was too small. It was too small. And that's because I was thinking small. And what God told me was that you're not small, honey. I've just been waiting on you. (laughs) He's been waiting on me with my small mindset to receive his grandioseness, his, his big mindset, his universal mindset, his global mindset. He was waiting on me and he said, hello, I've been here the whole time waiting on you. Feet up on the ottoman, sitting there looking at your every move, waiting on you because I knew that you were going to get here. You've always had an endpoint to your purpose. Always. It never left. It's just been waiting on that season and that time for you to say, yes, I can. Yes, I will. And yes, I am. And yes, I am. We can be at yes, I can. That's easy. Yes, I will. Okay, I can commit, but dedicating time, investment, money, spending money on myself. What? I'm not doing that. But a yes, I am. I am doing that. And that's exactly what I did. On Monday, I am splurging on myself. When I say a shopping spree, I'm calling it a a self shopping spree. A self spree is what I'm going to call it. Tag it a self spree because that's what I'm going to be doing tomorrow. And I'm going to invest in myself and spend every dime that I need to spend and every dime that I have. And I told myself I'm going to get everything. I'm going to name three things that I know that I need out of my business to get it done so I could get it moving in January because January starts a new year. January starts a new chapter and January is just the perfect time for me to set the new year off right. The new year for self-life love. It's personal and professional development services. Yes. And yes, my podcast is a part of that because you can listen to it as I can. It can help me write my book. Um, it could give me some nice ebook topics so I can have it 
have the transcriptions even in my classes because yes, I love to teach my students. Um, but there's another stewardship that I need to accommodate and that's the stewardship of transformational leadership. And so the topics and my presentations need to go with that. Um, but I am enough. I, I can, I will, and I am going to do this and nothing can stop me. If I could walk through those doors, literally a hot mess. I mean, I had my lip gloss on, hair was cute, dress was cute, earrings. I brought out the big ones. You know, I, I looked a cute hot mess and I felt a cute hot mess, but it wasn't messy at all. It was kind of like a good messy, but a good messy isn't really a mess. It's just It just wakes you up to to clean it up. And but we all have to go through a mess to get through the message. So always remember your mess because there's a message out of that. And you have to get the message. That's the point. Reconnect with your message. Connect with your message. Connect with your message. Connect with your, your purpose. There's a difference in your pursuit of purpose. There's a difference when you find it. So when you're in pursuit, you're looking for it. You're looking. You're being shaped. You're being molded. It's uncomfortable. But when you find it, there's just a peace about it. There's a word about it. There's a comfort. There's a pasture about it. When I look at all of those beautiful women in the room of Sister Biz, I saw a pasture of beautiful lilies. I saw a garden. I saw lilies, tulips, roses, gardenias, bougainvilleas. <laughs> it's a tree, but I saw those. I mean, um, yeah, it's a bush, but you know, you just, you saw a lot. I saw a lot of beauty. Um, and it, there's something about being a woman and being that nurturer, having a heart to nurture, a heart to be vulnerable, a heart to receive, a heart to open up, um, a heart to just be humble and to be thankful, to be grateful. There were a lot of tears this weekend and a lot of chains being broken, generational curses being buried, you know, being burned. Um, There was a lot of bondage in the room, whether it's stereotypes, being overlooked, being dismissed, rejected, betrayed, dismissed, lost, um, confused, shamed, embarrassed. Um, And some felt Okay, I did this. Yay, I'm here. I think ultimately, that's where we all ended. We all had to land somewhere. And beautifully, we landed at a space of, aha, I made.